<laughs> Shall we begin? Welcome to the Happy Monster Cast. I'm your host, Scott Marshan Davis of Happy Monster Press. Let's begin now. This week on the Happy Monster Cast, the colonial superhumans fight the British in the Battle of Bunker Hill. <laughs> Previously on the Happy Monster Cast, the Sons of Liberty have assembled a small force of superhumans to assist in their struggle for liberty against the tyrannical King George. The superhumans defeated their counterparts, the Royal Superhuman Regiment Greycoats, in the Battle of Salem. Now the militia of Massachusetts has a new task, to bombard the British holed up in Boston and drive them out of the Bay Colony. The year is 1775. The Battle of Salem touched off a firestorm of rebellion in the New England colonies. The British regulars have fortified themselves in the city of Boston against the ever-growing forces of the Massachusetts militia, aided by reinforcements from the rest of New England and in command of General Artemis Ward. Having a large British force in Boston with command of the harbor, however, is not terribly satisfactory for the colonists. And so Ward has ordered General Israel Putnam, his second in command, to occupy the Charleston Hills, Breeds, and Bunker Hill. Putnam orders Colonel William Prescott to lead 1,200 colonial militia, as well as the five of you, to occupy Breeds and Bunker Hill. As part of this reinforcement, they are going to fortify the hills and build batteries, which will allow them to bombard Boston and the harbor area with cannon fire, hopefully driving the British out. Oh boy. Yeah, that's that's uh, those pesky regulars are holed up in Boston and that's just not going to stand. So there are a whole lot of colonists digging and, and building and hauling and such. And if you wish, you have the opportunity to assist them. Uh, and if you have particular abilities that might be useful for this purpose, uh, you can use those abilities now and potentially improve the quality of the fortifications for the inevitable British attack. Would any of you like to do that? Question. Yes. May I use my blasting abilities and whatnot to sort of like blow holes in the earth and sort of hollow out terrain, that sort of thing to sort of landscape? Absolutely. I was thinking of that very thing with respect to your power. Sweet. <laughs> Go ahead and roll it. Um, all righty, blast. Last. Wow. Okay. So oh. uh, <laughs> with a 14 that you are very successful in blasting away, uh, you, you blast some large entrenched areas on Breed's Hill, which is exactly what Put, what Prescott needs. So uh, he's using that those trenches to uh, provide passage for troops and ammunition from point to point along the hill. This is real hollow earth, not some conspiracy. I literally hollowed it out. <laughs> <laughs> would, any, would anyone else like to assist? I, I will. I, I don't know if my bolt skill is quite as appropriate as the blast, but I'll give that a try. You absolutely can give that a try. Here comes. Still pretty good. Yeah, so basically the two of you are going along 
and Victoria is blasting away with massive fireballs that are creating these huge pits of earth. And you're kind of following along behind her and psychically flattening out the earth to pack it in to stabilize it with your bolts. Flattening other Which... curves. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> not going there. Uh, pandemic humor. Uh, Sorry. Nature <laughs> up a shovel. All right. Uh, would you like to make a uh, a repair or a strength check for that purpose? Sure. Very very hard. All right. So you're uh, you're setting a good example for the troops that just because you have superpowers, that doesn't mean that you're not going to pitch in with everyone else. And there's some morale benefit to that, certainly. Okay. Would, would anyone else to uh, raise people's spirits? Just um them passages and whatnot to see kind of it's still space that you're fighting on the side of holiness. All right. So that's going to be the D12 and D6. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just looking at my skills. I didn't know what would be appropriate, but I'll go ahead and just roll that. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but that's not so bad. Yeah. So people are listening. They're enthusiastic. They're digging hard. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it like that. I'm not going to change it. Okay. And that just leaves Petanoet. Is there anything you'd like to do uh, to try to boost spirits hereabouts? I pick things up and put them down. <laughs> that accomplished. Very helpful. Yeah, so they're sort of looking at you scans. But yeah, it, it works. Okay, fine. All right. So shortly after you are have begun to build the fortifications, word comes from sources inside the military governor's office in Boston that the British regulars, who you're beginning to refer to as redcoats, are planning an assault, uh, and that they're massing a force of 3,000 regulars to cross the Charles and assault Breeds in Bunker Hills. Uh, hearing this, uh, General Putnam immediately reinforces as well, but he doesn't have quite as many troops available. So uh, he doubles the, the original 1,200 to 2,400 but uh, you still have a numerical disadvantage. On the other hand, the terrain is definitely in your favor. The, the, uh, the regulars are going to be attacking across the river and then uphill in order to uh, reach the fortifications that you've set up here. So the, the five of you, plus Paul Revere, because he's you know still in one piece and has healed up over the last couple of months, are, are ordered to assist in holding the fortifications of Breed's Hill. And as you, as you watch the... The, the cannons on Breed's Hill fire, shelling, but not hitting most of the, of the boats carrying the redcoats across the river. And they land in Charleston and begin to march up. And they're, they're marching northeast. They're trying to hook around Breed's Hill into, the, into the, the rear of the colonial forces. And you hear a single shot ring out from the left flank. The houses of Charleston are burning. Smoke is drifting out to sea giving you a strange backdrop. The Redcoats fire back a ragged volley, but with no apparent effect. And Colonel Prescott shouts, Hold your fire! Don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes! Oh, that's a good line. It is a good line. You write, write that down. <laughs> yeah, we might, we might want to repeat that sometime. All right, so... Um, so uh, based on where the Redcoats are moving, is there any opportunity for me to do any valuable reconnaissance and or uh, surreptitious sabotage so here's how this plays out the, in this case unlike the battle of salem it does not appear that the british have deployed any gray coats to oppose you so this is going to be a straight up mass battle so here's how that works 
the commanders are going to make battle rolls. And based on the results of those battle rolls, that's going to determine uh, both casualties and damage to morale on both sides. The colonists have some advantages because of their fortifications. The redcoats have the advantage of numbers and better terrain. So what you can do in the battle is you can make a support roll to support Colonel Prescott's battle roll. And that will be whatever skill you think is appropriate. And you narrate how you're using that skill to affect the battle. If you succeed, okay. if you succeed on your roll, then you'll take a level of fatigue, but you will grant a plus one to the commander's battle roll. If you get a raise on your roll, you will be unharmed and you'll have an opportunity to roll on the battle effects table, which has all kinds of cool stuff that can happen. If on the other hand, you fail, you will be wounded. If you have a critical failure, you will also roll on the battle effects table, but you are doing a blaze of glory kind of thing and you will take 1d4 plus one wounds. <laughs> so critical failure, not so good. Use the bennies wisely. <laughs> yes, well, you, as noted, you cannot benny a critical failure. As far as the supplies for the colonists, uh, they have plenty of flint and shot, but powder is not in as ample supply as they would wish. Is there a way we can fix that? Not right away. The hope is that the cannon fire and the volley fire from the hill along with the relatively steep contours of the hill will hold the British back, but we'll see. Alrighty. Okay, so round one of the mass battle. Uh, we're going to go down the line based on the order that you are showing up in roll 20. So, Artemis, what would you like to do to support this, if anything? Let me think about this. Right, so, they, so the British are at the bottom of the hill, and they are charging their way up. The British are basically, uh, they, are, they landed here in Charleston, and they are hooking around the hill this way, trying to get to the rear of the colonial fortifications, possibly to split the forces that are on Breed's and Bunker Hill uh, away from Morton's Hill and basically divide all of the colonial forces. Okay, so a question about Hunter's Path. Um, this is going to tell me exactly where they're going to go, or is that skill that tells me, tells me where they have been? That's a that's a tracking skill, so it's where they have been. So what? Then, then that won't, because I, I was thinking, I was hoping that it would allow me to do a little predictive action predictive intelligence for where they're going to be. Um, instead, I think I will, being, in, being invisible, I think I will sneak down this area here. Are they, are they coming around on foot or on wagons? What's their... Uh, they, are mar they are marching in columns at the moment. And I will come down to a reasonably guarded position here, uh, being invisible, and I will use a bolt... I will blast the head of the column. Hopefully that'll that'll tie them up and uh, slow their march. Okay, sounds good. Oh, is there any modifiers on this bolt roll or just... Straight up bolt roll. There you go. Okay, that is a success. It will be plus one to the uh, colonial battle roll. And that will... But you do take a level of fatigue from bumps and bruises as uh, you dodge the British musket fire shot in your direction all right next up is clara so i'm going to stay with forces and i'm, I'm going to be a relatively good soldier and listen to my if i can sight 
whoever the commanders are, I'm gonna try to make sure that I have them in sights and take them out. Then I'm gonna hold action. Okay, so is that gonna be a shooting roll or how are you? It's gonna be a shooting. All right, go ahead and and take the shot. I have time to boost my shooting. Uh, it, no, it's just a straight up roll. It's just a straight roll. This is a very abstract process. Okay. Wow. Okay. You, you knock off one of the staff for the attacking forces. So that means you can roll. Give me a 2d6 roll, please. And, uh, we'll see what that does on the, on the battle table here. All right. With an eight. Uh, that is the Valor, so it's going to be a plus two to the commander's battle roll, as usual. So nothing... Nice. Yeah, nothing exotic on that one, but still good. Okay. All right, pet know, pet know it. I am going to state shift while starting my battle cry and preparing to charge the line. State shift away. At which point everybody watches me turn into a horrifying six-foot-something peat bog monster made of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I should do it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was a pink bog, although that's kind of awesome. Pink. Pete. Oh, Pete bog. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Dude. You can make whiskey with that, you know. The, the man thing is now charging the British line. Yes. <laughs> All the nose fear burns. In the man. Exactly. All right. right. All right. Let's have it. Oh, I need a roll for that, don't I? Yes, you do. Do, 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 do. Dear Virtual Dice, please be better to me than you were last week. That's not off to a good start. Hang on. Looks like that power isn't set up here. Oh, no, you need to roll the skill. Oh, yeah, I'm rolling the wrong thing. Here we go. Uh... Okay, that is not going to succeed. Can I Benny that? You can. That might do the trick. Let me double check the uh, PowerPoint cost of State Shift. I didn't set that up right for you. Can I boost his trade? In a normal situation. Oh, no, self only. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I'm right. Wrong. Yeah. You're, that's a limitation that we set up for you. Right. Okay. Shape change, state shift, power skill. So still going to be a failure. So you take a wound as the British, seeing you coming, just blast you with volley fire. Ooh. All right, Victoria. All right. So I was thinking of doing this uh, two ways. Uh, the first really wacky thought I had was because we're low on powder, I'm wondering if there's any way I could sort of use my blast power and maybe like touch a cannon or a couple with my hands and sort of channel that kinetic energy. So I'm shooting the cannonballs that way rather than people wasting the resources. Hmm. That is a very creative use of your power. I'll allow it, but at a penalty. Fair enough. So that's yeah, imagine be... sort of Gambit as he charges objects and then sort of as she touches them, sort of setting the intent that explosive force propels them out of the cannons. So I'm going to make this a little bit simpler. What you're doing is walking up to, to the cannon and blasting through the touch hole. Yeah, basically so that, yeah, they're not using powder. Yeah. All right. So give me a blast roll at minus one. No Very nice. Yes. So that will also get you a... Uh, a 2d6 roll on the battle effects table. Sweet. The gunners love this. They it's want the, you around. Uh... They want you around all the time. Over here. Over here. The damage die 2d6 you said? Oh, it's a 2d6 on the battle effects table. Gotcha. So that will have some effect, which could be a bonus or it could be other things. 
So let's see what you get on this. All right, that is also the Valor result. So that's going to add a bonus again to the battle roll for Colonel Prescott. All right, and last but not least. Uh, I would like to assist with uh, the battle tactics if I can. Like if okay, yeah, make a battle roll. Okay. My battle skill isn't great, but it's the best idea. All right, well, that's good enough for a bonus. Yeah. But you will take a level of fatigue. As does um, as do, does uh, let's see anybody else take a level of, as does Artemis. I did, yeah. So that will hinder you a little bit in the next round. Okay. So you're dashing back and forth like crazy, uh, trying to make sure that to keep morale up and and provide tactical guidance. So the battle rages, and as it does, you see that. Reinforcements are coming, and it looks like they're going to land at the at the creek mouth between Morton's and Breed's Hill. So the uh, it's clear the re the British regulars are fully committed and are are heavily engaged here. Okay, so all right, so that's a seven for the British, and a whopping eighteen for the uh, colonists. So the colonists are doing some serious damage here. They've managed to sink some of the boats. Uh, and they've partly neutralized the British force advantage. So there that went that went very well. So that, now the, the battle rages on and we'll go the opposite order this time. So Elijah goes first. What would you like to do? Okay. Um I'm gonna I have a pretty decent shot, so I'm gonna aim up with some of my uh, men shoot if we got people coming in. Help. Uh, you definitely have people headed up the hill at this point. So yeah, there's targets in, in range. Okay, so shooting then? Yep. I think I clicked it. There we go. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna, oh shoot, can I not Benny that? No, you can Benny that. I'm gonna Benny it. I don't know if I'll get better with it. Yeah, same thing, four. So that, so that uh, is good enough for a plus one bonus this round for the, for the, uh, the colonial forces. Oh, cool. All right, Victoria. She's going to take a puff from her clay pipe and then put her hands out and say, all right, boys, let's go. Okay. That's good enough for another plus one, but uh, you're getting a little tired from all this blasting. So uh, that is going to give you a level of fatigue. Fair enough. All right. Pet know it. Raging around in your uh, shape-shifted form here. Did I actually manage to armor up last time? Uh, you shape-shifted. You shape-shifted, yeah. Okay. No, I, just, I wasn't sure if the failure meant I couldn't shapeshift. No. Okay. All right. Um, how close am I to melee range? Uh, you could be in melee range if you wanted to be. So uh, I roll the, re the, the rest of the way down the hill and turn into a human bomb. All right. Perfect. <laughs> First use of bomber. Here we go. All right. So that's going to give you a level of fatigue, but your detonation is effective. Uh, the ah! Oh! So the, the fatigue is the, the fatigue is from you running naked back up the hill. <laughs> naked hill run. <laughs> after uh, this way. After you blew yourself up and uh, all of your gear in the process. Blew all your clothes off. For freedom with freedom. I was a giant bog monster. My clothes were up at the top of the hill. Ah, good point. Right. So there. there. Oh. <laughs> all right. Clara. Uh, if if there's 
not in, in attacking range. I'm gonna continue. You should pick off officer after officer. All right, fire away. That Oof. is going to fail. Would you like to Benny it? Yes. Uh, that is less fail. So uh, that is going to give you a level of fatigue as the musket stock continues to slam into your shoulder as you fire as fast as you possibly can. But it does okay. provide a benefit to the, the colonial forces. All right. And last but certainly not least, Artemis. Okay, so the, the folks that were coming around this side, the column was stopped when I smacked them, but there's more troops landing here. Yep. Okay, and are they just foot, or do they have cannon as well? Parts or anything? Uh, they are just foot at the moment. Not easy to trans okay. transport cannon across the river on the on the small boats. However, there okay. you are seeing you are getting cannon fire from the Royal Navy ships in the Charles River. Will my bolt reach to the ships? No. Hmm. Um, and still being invisible, I will come down here to an advantageous position. And I will scatter these guys. Okay. Ah, not with that roll or not. Or perhaps you'd like to Benny that. I think that I would like to Benny that, actually. Strategic move. All right, here comes again. What does that do for me? Uh, so that that is that does provide a benefit to the colonists. So you guys have done all good, done good work in keeping the colonial forces in one piece. Let's see how the British fare. All right, so the colonists are doing really well. They are they are beating the British back, and they appear wow. to have at if not may, appear to have evened the odds or maybe even uh, improved them. However, Colonel Prescott comes running over to Elijah. We're running low on powder. We can hold these redcoat buggers if we can just get enough powder to keep firing. I'm going to to do a try to do a slow pullback from Breeds to Bunker Hill. But there's powder across the river in Cambridge. If you can retrieve the powder wagons from the causeway and make it across, we'll have a shot at winning this thing. Sounds like we're nothing else to do. <laughs> you can count on us, sir. All right. So this has now become, this shifts from a mass battle to a dramatic task. The, the narrow causeway from Charleston to, to Phipps Farm is shattered by the explosion of a shell, driving foot-long splinters of wood from the rails. British warships rain shot and shell down on the causeway, attempting both to prevent a colonial retreat and to ensure no supplies or reinforcements can reach the battered colonial forces on Breach Hill. Sea spray washes over the narrow roadbed as a shell falls short. Traversing the causeway under fire will be no easy task. All right, you have to get... You, your job is to get wagons across the river using riding, or if you're strong enough to pull a wagon by yourself, which is probably, you know, D12 strength territory, uh, you could potentially use athletics to... Uh, to bring the wagons across instead. Well, I could pull a wagon, but I'm not very athletic. I, I couldn't. I'm not. I I'm not qualified for either of those. So this is a this is a four <laughs> this is a four round dramatic task, and in these four rounds, you need to collect twenty eight successes amongst here. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's that. Sorry, that's way too many. No. Um, 
I was going to say that's a lot. No, no, that's that, that. It's twenty-five. Twenty. You need to collect twenty-five successes among you, in, in the four rounds. Wow. Well, that's slightly more than one per round for each of you. So again, the core task, the core skill here is riding because you're driving carts, but uh, and it's not easy because the mules do not particularly want to cross this shelled causeway. <laughs> We persuade them. Well, the whoever's, <laughs> whoever's driving the wagon is going to be making riding roles, and everyone else can be supporting those roles, or you could have some more than one person dr driving more than one wagon. Uh, I barely have the skill. Uh, how are you guys looking with riding? I don't have the skill at all. I don't have the skill. I have the skill, and I can boost it. It's, it's just not. Yeah, it's not my. Well, I will support in the riding skill. Yeah, I can support in riding because I have riding. Too, yeah, and you don't necessarily have you don't. It's not limited to writing for support either. It does seem like Clara has the best writing skill of any of you. Great, that's bad. Okay. Nothing like a free slave girl. Now I had a horse. You don't. Well, writing is pretty generic, as with most Savage World skills. It covers any sort of uh, animal handling, including driving carts and things. So it's a, a reasonable skill for most people in this era to have. All right. So. Not me apparently. So before Clara makes her writing roll, uh, we need the other four of you to decide what you're going to do to attempt to support uh, this effort, which could be uh, assisting with driving with writing, or it could be any sort of other skill that you can convince me makes sense. So we'll start with Artemis. Um, the cannon fire and stuff is indiscriminate, right? They're just shelling the causeway. They are showing the causeway, although you've noticed that whenever any colonial forces try to cross, it does seem like they are aiming for them. But they are a fair distance away, so, uh, and cannon, smoothbore cannon are not precision instruments by any stretch of the imagination, so it's relatively indiscriminate even when they're trying to aim. Um, right, so w would it be plausible, still being invisible, would it be plausible for me to go over and interfere with their order setups? Uh, You'd have to swim there, which is going to take some time. So I'd need an athletics roll this round, and maybe then if it's a good roll next round, you'd be able to get on board the ship. Okay, let me do that. That's what I'm going to try to do. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna swim out towards the ship. So I'm going to need two successes on athletics for your, for you to pull that off. Okay, so here's uh, roll number one. All right. Would you like to Benny that? <laughs> I would like to Benny that. Okay. So that's running a little low on Benny's, but here we go. So this is. Let me try that one again. Okay, that's good enough to get you partway there in the first round of this uh, dramatic task. All right, Pet Noah. Um, how fast do the carts go normally? Uh, they're a mule wagon, so not that fast. Would it help <laughs> if I got out and push? Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I'm going to get out and push. All right, uh, give me a strength roll then. Does your monster dude have extra strength? Sadly, no, um, he, he is not an extra strength monster dude. He has other special oh. capabilities like... Uh, for example, like he doesn't need to breathe, which is always handy. He's more of a damage soak. Yeah. Ooh. Can I Benny that? Of course you can. Because <laughs> it's not a critical Ooh. failure. It just looks like one. Because you're kind of messed up. <laughs> I am not a fan of these electronic dice tonight. We need to get you a dice hate me shirt. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Wow. So uh, you don't really contribute anything with that role. Do you want to spend your last penny? If we don't get like 24 Why not? Here, <laughs> All right. Oh. 
<laughs> what are you there for? Don't fall into the water and like sink into the mud or something. Big money, big money. Alright, that nullifies the uh, with the 13 that nullifies the minus two penalty for driving the mules across. So it's now a straight you grinding. Pick, you pick, up, pick up the wagon and carry. <laughs> All right, uh Victoria. Hey Max Blast, one of those British naval ships. Uh if you you know, it'll take you this round to get into position to do that, but uh you had uh you I literally can... want to throw it out of the water. Possible, not likely, because you know your blast is not a heavy artillery thing. But you can give a shot at it. It's, at a minimum, it's going to distract them. But it's going to take you a round to get into position to do that. Okay, fair enough. And Elijah, um, I'm going to stick to um, assisting with. Uh, I want to say riding, but my riding isn't great. Um, can I maybe if there's any like the enemy's far? You said they're across the river. Still, yeah. If you look at the map. Uh, the the ship is slightly off. The ship that's firing is slightly off the south end of the map. See those lines? Those are the lines of fire from the ship. Okay. All right. Um, I would just do my best to backseat drive and uh, <laughs> try. Okay, to... backseat backseat riding roll, please. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, not bad. Oh, that is excellent. With an eight, that's going to be a, that's going to net out to a. <laughs> A plus two on uh, Clara's riding roll. So let's have the riding roll for round one. I'm a great backseat driver. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Can I? So can I just boost my, my trait every single time here? Uh, I will consider that it is it is boosted to a D8. Okay. But make the roll for it to activate it in the first yep. place. Oh. So give me a boost trait roll first. Yeah, that's okay. uh. That's, I think I can boost. Hey. That's a D10. Okay. Oh my goodness. Nice. So give me a D10 in writing. Okay, I'm just going to roll a D10 then. So. And don't forget, you get your D6 wild die too. You can temporarily kick your writing skill up to D10 and put it back to D6 at the end of the evening if you want. How do I do that? I will do that right now. Done. All right, you now have a D10 in writing temporarily. Oh, nice. Okay. Go for it. All right, that's your first success. You need five more. Okay. One. All right. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, not, not yet. New round. All right. I need another athletics roll for the swimming uh, Artemis to see if he makes it to the, to the ship. Fine. Be good to me. Be good to me. You do make it to the ship. So next round, you can start messing with them. All right. Pet know it. Are you still pushing? Still pushing. Give me a strength roll. Seriously? Oh, what? Oh, with a zero, you don't really help. <laughs> Ow. You're being dragged behind. Okay, Victoria, you are in range to fire your blast at the British ship now. Uh, that is going to mess them up. So uh, wow. that's going to distract them significantly. You've nullified the penalty on uh, the riding roll for this round. Cool. Uh, but you're, uh, so you're basically, you blast the deck and uh, British sailors are are sometimes on fire and definitely distracted from their cannon fire. Perfect. And Jeez. and Elijah, are you going to do backseat riding again? Um, yeah. I don't really have anything else. So let's see if this one pans out again. Oh, I don't like that. That doesn't hurt, doesn't help. Do you want to Benny it? I'm going to Benny it just because I have two still. So I'll just roll the riding first. Yep, that does the trick. So that's a plus one on the riding roll. So let's have the writing roll from Clara. 
Okay. Oh, two successes with the plus one from uh, the, your backseat driver. Nice. So you've got uh, so you've got two rounds to get three successes now. And Artemis is aboard the ship. So uh, how exactly you're going to mess up these uh, British guys who are sometimes on fire and firing cannons? Okay, what I am going to do is I'm going to blast the main mast and hopefully bring down the rigging and stop all of the cannon fire. If you want to bring down the rigging, you're probably better off cutting ropes than you are uh, blasting the mast. You're talking oh, about right. a, like a three-foot diameter log. Right. Uh, okay. Your typical bolt is not going to do a whole lot. Okay. No, that's good. I mean, I'm still invisible, so I can easily, you know, get up into the rigging and start uh, slicing things. All right. Uh, I would like you to make a common knowledge roll, uh, since you don't have boating, to uh, see if you can understand what's going to cause the most damage to, uh, when you're slashing at the rigging. And the three is not going to not going to get you to the right ropes. Do you want a penny back? This is my last penny, so. Come on, be good to me. Be good to me. Uh, that, yep. Nice. So that is going to give uh, a plus one. So the, the riding roll is now only at minus one. All right. Pedanoet, still going to push, or do you have any other ideas? You have how many rounds left? Uh, you have two rounds left to get two successes. I'm going to push. Okay. You can do this. You can do this. I have confidence. I believe in you. Oh, God. What, the? Oh, what is going on tonight? Is that your last Benny there? Yourself the like a roll? baby. No, that's the plus one, so it's a straight riding roll now. Victoria. Yeah, I'll give you the pen. Yeah. No, no, not, not riding roll yet. We need Victoria. Oh, sorry. Last. All right, now it's a plus one on the riding roll. So <laughs> go ahead and make the roll. Uh, Elijah, backseat riding. Let's see if I can. Okay. Backseat riding. Uh, that's really not going to do much. You want to spend your last penny? Yeah, sure. Why not? Shot and shower falling around you. Sea sprays blasting up. All right. So it's a straight riding roll. Okay. Come on. Here we go. You can do this. You lash you 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 find a gap in the causeway and you lash the mules and they haul across the river and you deliver the powder reserves to the colonial forces. Nice. Well done. And nice. as a result of delivering the powder reserves to the colonial forces, uh the colonists are able to hold Reeds and Bunker Hill. Nice. Yes. History turns on a turn of a dice. Weird. Yep. Throwing history up all over the place. Well done, team. We did it. Oh, nicely and done. Great. With the, with the cannons emplaced on Breeds and Bunker Hill, the British forces have no alternative but to evacuate the city. And so they set sail for uh, Nova Scotia and the the Massachusetts Bay Colony is in Re is in rebel hands. Hey, we not only saved Boston, we saved Bay. the entirety of Massachusetts. Nice. Yep. Which means that attention is going to turn to the next large concentration of British regular forces, New York City. And that's where we're going to pick things up next week. All right. Nice. Okay. Congratulations, you've, you've uh, changed history. 
So the next <laughs> one, the next, was fun. No, no, the, the next couple of things that happen are not going to precisely align with history. So you're in a slightly uncharted territory here. Excellent. Cool. Thanks. All right. Yep. All right. Have a good one. Fun, See you next week. You can follow Happy Monster Press on Facebook as Happy Monster Press, at our website, happymonsterpress.com, Twitter as Happy Monster PRS, or follow the podcast on YouTube, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play Music. The Happy Monster Cast is part of the Savage Worlds Media Network. This game references the Savage Worlds game system available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings and unique characters, locations, and characters, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All other content is the intellectual property of Heavy Monster Press. Background music is Ice Cold by Jason Shaw. Yeah. <laughs>